You are listening to Beltway Beef, official commentary from the National Cattlemen's Beef Association. My name is Ed Frank. I am NCBA's Senior Director of Policy Communications. And joining us this week is a very special guest to the D.C. office, NCBA's CEO, Colin Woodall. Colin, thanks for joining us. Great to be with you, Ed. And welcome back. This, this is, I think, the first time I've seen you in the D.C. office in, uh, since a lot of stuff has happened. Uh, exactly. First time I've been here since January. It has been a busy spring for us in many different ways, but it's been a great week here as we prepare for the 4th of July. Yeah. Well, welcome back. Um, let's talk about what happened this week. The big thing that happened this week that affects uh, our industry, I think, is the USMCA, the U.S.-Canada-Mexico trade agreement that replaces NAFTA went into effect on July 1st. Talk a little bit about um, how we got here. Well, this goes back to President Trump in the first few days of his administration when he made it very clear that he was going to renegotiate NAFTA at the time, and he followed up on that pretty quickly. So we have spent almost three years now trying to work through the entire process of not only the renegotiation with Canada and Mexico, but also trying to get the final package, the USMCA, approved by both the House and the Senate. And once that was done, to get all of the other countries to take action, for us to take final action, and then to see the implementation. And that's what we had here on July 1st was the final implementation. If you step back and you look at USMCA versus NAFTA and what it means for the cattle business, for us, there's not a whole lot of new access. It's because NAFTA was pretty good for us. But what this does give us is the certainty of being able to maintain our relationships with Canada and Mexico, which are two of the top five markets for our, the export of our product. Right. So we'll look forward to uh, the continued access there. It's been good to actually talk about some non-COVID uh, related issues the past few weeks on the podcast with USMCA, the new water rule going into effect, dietary guidelines. Um, but of course, COVID is still out there. Um, we, there's, we sent a letter up to Capitol Hill this week um, outlining what we want to see in a fourth coronavirus uh, relief package um, that is going to start working its way through the Hill, uh, hopefully right after the 4th of July recess. Um, can you just bring folks up to speed? I mean, we talked, it was all COVID all the time for a couple of months there, um, and obviously it's still there. So can you give folks a, an update on where we stand with a lot of the market issues, the, the supply chain issues that we saw um, as this pandemic really hit the economy hard? The good news is that we have returned to about 95% of our packing capacity, and that is a quicker return to that number than I believe any of us anticipated when we were really at the height of the problems in the packing plants at the end of April and into May. So we're excited that we are uh, that far along, knowing that even with the additional investments, PPE, social distancing, we can probably still get back to 100%. It may take a little bit longer, but 95% uh, is a good number because it means we're able to keep that supply chain full. We're ensuring that the meat cases are staying full, and that's important to make sure that we maintain our customer base. But we do have a backlog of cattle. These are finished cattle that are trying to get into a packing plant. It's going to take a few more months yet before we can work our way through that. But until we get that done, we are going to continue to see the downward pressure on prices. And that is something that NCBA has taken very seriously. That's why we have our cattle marketing working group that is looking at every way possible to try to return leverage back to the cattle producers. And that is going to be a big discussion for us at our summer business meeting. Yeah. Speaking of summer business meeting, um, that's coming up at the end of the 
end of the month here in Denver, or just outside of Denver at the Gaylord Rockies, uh, out by the airport. Um, it is moving forward as an in-person meeting. Um, can you give folks uh, sort of a preview of that, what it's going to look like, number one, and then also some of the big issues that we expect to see there? You are. We are moving forward with an in-person meeting. We had a long conversation with our officer team to talk about that, and the officers and I felt it was a great opportunity to get everybody together. Now, we are going to be socially distancing ourselves. We will have masks, and we're going to do everything we can to protect each other, but we felt given all of the issues, especially with cattle markets, we needed to have that face-to-face discussion to make sure that our policy is what it needs to be to continue to work on these issues. So that's why we made that decision. So there's going to be a lot of discussion about our cattle marketing working group. It's going to be updates on things such as where we stand with waters of the United States, WOTUS, and the challenges to the new navigable waters protection rule. And it's also going to be a discussion about what's next with uh, coronavirus stimulus packages, because we still expect Congress to come out with some more support. And that means that we could have more payments through CFAP or other programs. And we'll be a, uh, this will be a great opportunity to give everybody where that stands as far as both status and potential outcomes. All right, Colin, thanks for joining us. Thank you, Ed. You've been listening to Beltway Beef. Until next week, eat beef, have a very happy 4th of July holiday, and check us out online at policy.ncba.org and follow us on Twitter at at Beltway Beef. Thanks for listening.